Welcome to Opinions and Beer. We are your host, I'm Adam. I'm Tyler. And I'm Giles. Oh my god, it's Giles on the podcast. Hasn't been here in a while. <laughs> Hasn't been here in a while. We got a we got a, a very chillax episode today. Chatting, drinking. You know, technically, we you know we because uh because this is like recorded late, uh I mean it's in the right order. Technically, this one is officially the 300th episode, despite us. Yeah, the, despite the actual, us. the actual 300th episode. So, oh shit! So this is actually so, but, it, but hey, but that might be good, you know, like you know. The, I'm here for a the early days of the yeah, podcast. Here for three for 300. The early days of the podcast was very uh, chillax, just you know, drinking a beer and talking or whatever. So, so we'll uh, is it's it's back to form pretty much, but uh, came full circle. Come in full circle. I think. Can you believe that? This is uh, 300 episodes of beer talking? Yeah, yeah, I can, to That's, be honest with you. That means, that means at minimum 300 beers. But we've also had multiple beers on an episodes before, yeah. so... Yeah, roundabout, that's like 600 at least. Yeah, the podcast. And, uh, and Tyler's made it a year now, so Tyler, this is officially his, you know, it's his year. Well, he, he hit a year at the uh, OAB Fest, but... But still, right yeah, there. Yeah, it was a beer fest. That's when I first came in with the sours. The sours. Yeah. Sours were good. I missed those. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, we're, 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 we always work ourselves back. back we got to make it back to the back to the stuff. I really don't miss the IPAs. That... It's, it's hilarious. There's always like a season of beer, you know, where like I'm always super positive. I'm like, oh man, what is this? Tiger's blood, delicious. <laughs> and then there's the then there's the Christmas season where I'm fucking miserable because we're gonna be trying everything coffee flavored and everything chocolate flavored because people are like, oh, it's the holidays. Holidays. Speaking of that, we've got today's beer of the day. The beer of the day is brought to you by Eleven Below Brewing Company. This is Java Space Imperial Coffee Milk Stout. Breakfast of Champions. You know what? Eleven below. Uh, they have. We've a, had we've had plenty of their stuff before, right? Yeah, and actually, they were. Uh, this is one of the um, the first brewing companies on the on the podcast was a Eleven Below uh, beer. Uh, Java Space. Java Space introduces coffee to negative space. Oh, it was negative space that we had. Coffee to negative space. Our imperial chocolate milk style that's aged on uh, cacao nibs, cinnamon, and chilies. Using locally roasted coffee from Java Pure, Pure Coffee Roasters, we marry a variety of flavors that fill the coffee beer void you never knew you had. Gosh. Coming, in, coming in at 9% in This is a limited release. We got the uh, dog on the podcast here. Old Yuki. He's a bad dog. I think he's one of the few cases in life of pure bad dog. Quit huffing. He's got a nice head. Oh yeah, it's got a wonderful head oh, yeah. to it. It, it, it. The laces, it, it, it sticks to the glass very well. Um, so aged on coconut, which is chocolate, cinnamon, and chilies. So like like oh. spicy chilies? Yeah, no. Uh, one of the first actual recipes for hot chocolate included peppers. Hot oh. chocolate was supposed to be spicy as well. Interesting. So like hot chocolate. Alright, let's try this thing. Let's try this. Let's try this. Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> Where are you coming from? Woo. 
that is that was um strong 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 coffee right there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh my god. But honestly, it's not as like overbearingly like IPA, like you know, like the the hoppiness, the bitterness to it. It's not overbearingly that like compared to some of the other ones that we've had. Yeah. Like some of the other ones we've had have just been like bitter, bitter chocolate, and then like you know what I mean, like yeah. like that bitter, bitter chocolate taste. But this one, on the after breath, it tastes just like normal ass coffee, which oh, is yeah. like really good. Yeah, it tastes like if you were to put this with some milk and sugar, it'd be some pretty sweet stuff. And this apparently is a cream ale? Or no, no, this is a Imperial Coffee <laughs> Milk Stout. It's a milk Stout, okay. Okay, Milk Stout. Which, m- which means they put, um, what is that, uh, what's that sugar? Lactic acid? Uh, is it lactose? Lactose. Yeah, lactose milk sugar. Lactose milk sugar. Very good, very <laughs> creamy. Lactose. Wait, aren't you lactose intolerant? Yes, yes I am. And they, this is pure lactose in here. Yeah. Uh, so now you're going to die? Well, so is the... No. no. <laughs> of course he's going to die. No, look, this is a plus for me because my medication makes me constipated. And the <laughs> lactose intolerance gives me diarrhea. So we're going to see how this goes. It's going to hopefully milk it out, make it, you know, a little chunky. Knock it through the system pretty quickly. Um... What would you rate this beer if you had to? If we had to rate it like we always do, oh, this is a uh, out of ten. This is this is very drinkable to me. Yeah, I'd but say I'd it's like, a five. Are you getting chilies? Maybe on the after breath. Like it, like it. I don't know what to be looking for. It's like in the back of the tongue, chilies. Like I don't know if it's it's not like a spicy, but it's no, like no, a, no, it's like. It's almost like green chilies or something. I don't know. I don't like, know. you know what? I'm going to pour a little bit more of this. I feel like it's more of like a gingery burn for me, at least. Yeah. That's, yeah. Thank you, Giles. It's like a gingery burn. and so, But is it, would that be the cinnamon? It could be the cinnamon. It could be the cinnamon and the chilies, like, mixing together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, cinnamon has like, a, like, has like a spicy burn to the mouth to it, plus the chili. Yeah, I'm feeling it on the back. Like you said, back of the tongue. In the back of my yeah, tongue. Yeah, right exactly. Now, like a, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. That's good, though. That's actually, that's like unique, though. Like, chocolate spicy, like Giles was saying, you know? Old school, old school chocolate milk. <laughs> chocolate milk. One of the first chocolate drinks was an alcoholic beverage that in, uh, that did contain peppers. Just what, so y'all know. What was it? I don't remember. Um, something cacao. Have you ever heard of bilk? Bilk? No. Have you heard of pilk? It's literally it's beer milk. Have you heard Which, of pilk? Pilk? Yeah. What's that? Uh, I'll let you guess. If B oh, is for beer. Oh, pussy milk? No, it's fucking Pepsi <laughs> milk. <laughs> Pepsi milk. Oh, man. <laughs> Pepsi and milk. Did I walk into that? Was that the no, name? You, yeah, yeah, no, it's like the B. <laughs> it's for beer. Then what would the P be for? And he's like, let's see, B is for beer, P is for pussy. <laughs> it's, the, it's the most manliest answer you can do, I guess. I yeah, no, it's Pepsi. It's Pepsi and, <sighs> Pepsi and milk. That was my toxic masculinity showing. Is your incorrectness just bubbling to the surface? Incorrectness in disguise as toxic masculinity. You're like, I don't know the answer. I'll just say something. 
Hopefully it sounds manly so our listenership in Texas goes up. <coughs> oh, man. Hey, I'm so glad to know, by the way, to all the people who listen to our podcast, I'm so glad to know that most of our listenership comes from outside of this god-awful state. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know this place. Oh. Oh. Yeah, this, uh, well, at least this, yeah, this year. This year. No, the past, um... 30 years. I've only been around for 21 of them, and I'm going to say the past 30 years plus has been pretty shitty. No, I mean, like, <laughs> the podcast. Like, oh! Where our listeners, where our listeners came from. <coughs> I don't know much about our listeners. I know we got some in California, so shout out to you guys. Oh, yeah, California. the sister state. You guys still doing that? Are we, we, we still doing we that, still guys? We still doing that? Are we still the sister state? <laughs> yeah. Uh... This last month we had like a bunch. What was what was that from? Uh, was it Rhode Island or somewhere? Or not Rhode Island? Uh, Jersey or Philadelphia? Yeah, somewhere up north. That, that was is nice. A city. Oh, what, what? Oh, fuck me. Isn't it? No, <laughs> I have no fucking clue. No, oh, my we got Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. It was Pennsylvania that downloaded. I'm up. sure we've got a Pennsylvania, Texas somewhere. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we have. I mean, we have a Paris, Texas. We have a China, Texas. Yeah. I think we have. I'm pretty we sure have we have a Zavala, like every... Texas, and I think that's really funny. We have a Zavala, Texas, and we also have an area of Texas that's just mm. strangely and creepily German. I'm just gonna say, there's just a lot of Germans over there in like central it was, West though. Texas. Yeah, but well, it was. But that's creepy. It is. So did you know? Um, so in over over in West Texas, oh, I say West Texas, like right there in like the San Antonio area, there's like a old brewery. It's an old German brewery. That you can like walk around the ruins of. I'm gonna congratulate you for being able to say that word. What? Brewery. Brewery. Mm, yeah. It's an old German brewery, and uh, <laughs> you can walk around the remains. But pretty much, uh, when World War II happened and all that, you know, all the Nazi stuff. <laughs> pretty uh, much, pretty much they. Uh, I didn't know this until I like researched the uh, what happened to that brewery. Was that pretty much all uh, German businesses were were forced to shut like they literally were forced to shut it's down it's not that they were forced to shut down like per se nobody told them to it's just people stopped going because okay. they didn't want to they didn't want to financially support people they knew were german and german like german american descendants will put push this uh idea that they were that they were so mistreated during world war 2 in america but like they don't even want to touch on the Asians. We put those motherfuckers in con- in. Uh, oh, we did. We we, we 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 put some Germans in internment camps too. Well, well, maybe I, maybe it's because like it was like because uh, really I mean we weren't even we didn't even care about what the fuck was going on there until Pearl Harbor or whatever. And so maybe well, yeah, no, like me me and me and uh, Brennan always joke about like. America was completely fine with the Nazis until they teamed we up. We supported them financially. We, yeah, we supported them financially all the way up until they teamed up with the Japanese and the Japanese attacked us. And then they were like, like there, there's a uh, there's a joke Brennan has where he's like, so apparently, and I, I laughed my ass off. It was like, so apparently, Germany wasn't racist enough for America. They were like, oh, they teamed up with those Japanese guys. Those Japanese guys bombed us. I guess those Germans lost their senses, huh? Time to go Time fight Time to the... go the way of the Choctaw. Time to go the way of the Choctaw. <laughs> oh, my God. Have we, have we brought up the Choctaw? Have you, yeah, no, have, yeah. Have you heard our... Have you, do you know about the Choctaw? I'm not sure. Tell me. So, like, the Choctaw are one of the coolest Native American groups in Native American history. Yeah. 
And um, they were on America's side in every, like, engagement we've ever been in. On U.S., on current U.S. soil. On current U.S. soil. They were a part, they were on our side in, like, every engagement. And then the Civil War happened. In one time. And one time, they joined the wrong side. They joined the South. And, um... The next military engagement after World War II, according to Wikipedia, that America was in... Was it South, after World War II or the Civil War? The Civil War, after, my bad. After the Civil War, the first engagement we were in... The Choctaw War, where we killed the motherfucking Choctaw. Yeah, uh... We were, know, that, that's actually most most uh, Native American tribes joined um, the South. Well, because of location. Yeah. No! Like, no, most of them. No, were, because uh, a lot of them were geographically in Confederate land. No, they hate. They, no, but a lot of them, especially like, oh, yeah. uh, they did hate the U.S. government. They hated them, and um, well, a lot of the. That was the thing, though. They hated the both laws, sides. but no, but the laws that uh, that Abraham Lincoln were was kind of like projecting at that time that were going to happen whenever, basically. Uh, like like Oklahoma and everything west of Oklahoma was about to change law wise about what you could do and could not do and like how like basically like these they were gonna like charge they were gonna add these like weird taxes and, and charges to all these people and ban slavery and a lot of people weren't happy about that well no they weren't gonna ban slavery no they they did they were just gonna you were gonna be charged the Emancipation for... Proclamation stated like. Freedom. No, he had a pro- uh, he had I think it was like a general order or a law passed where there was this big uh, vertical line going across the United States and any new states formed to the left of that side couldn't it, be slave states. Yeah, no, it, it, they could have slaves, but you had to pay the like the taxes for owning the slave. Like they, they were they were it was gonna they were gonna have to pay the government for having the slaves. You couldn't have like free labor anymore in that side. So really, he because because he actually only freed slaves so that in hopes that they would revolt against the uh, owners and like help basically have have soldiers in the South fighting in the South and not just you know well yeah both because ways. you know like I mean it was it was it was a it was a military strategy to free slaves well yeah well everything is a political everything back then was a political slash military strategy yeah but. I know. I always whenever the whenever the South started talking to the Russians, that was a political strategy. Yeah, they yeah. were like, people from other countries were like, "Oh, they have these quaint little accents because <laughs> they're trying to mimic us." And then some dick bag from from fucking Louisiana is like, "Yes, madam, I'm very well trying to mimic your sophistication." Well, no, he would do it in French. People from Louisiana. A lot of them know French. Yeah, he they would do it. Do. In, he'd do it in that broken Louisiana French. Oh, that horrible Louisiana <laughs> French. But I just find it crazy. I find uh, I find like that whole that whole time period crazy because it also it's also one of the biggest uh, where like um, oh yeah no samurai and where, cowboys were still around. Well, that's like yeah that whole time period is when like when like government started even crack like doing way more like cutting and basically basically choosing what news got out there and things like that and what well, was yeah no freedom of press like it was technically a thing but like who who owns all the printing presses yeah. the people who can afford to and they're probably wanting to make political plays you know but there's a uh, there's a lot of like Abraham Lincoln speeches oh, that yeah, no. aren't 
that aren't that that were not documented because it like would paint them in a bad light and things like that. That like uh, the Civil War was one of the worst infringements on on the freedom but, of press. So, oh yeah, but it's just it's just crazy. Like uh, Abraham Lincoln, he introduced the idea of the Federal Reserve. He took uh, he he. He introduced that he did because he he pretty much he pretty much originally created the Federal Reserve, uh, which is now why we are in debt because they brought it back. It was not his fault because obviously he was able to pay it back, but he, he created the Federal Reserve to get this money to fund the Civil War. But now that idea was implant embedded into America then to where well, yeah the biggest problem is that we're a wartime economy. Yeah, that's like the biggest problem we have as a nation. <laughs> you, ever play, you ever played many games like Civ? You know, I've been want, I've been wanting to. I, I I played it like a long time ago, and I've been. <coughs> the other day, I got kind of drunk, and I asked Brendan. He's like a Civ. Him and Giles are like Civ geniuses. Yeah. No, not Civ. I've never played that. Oh, Stellaris. Like, yeah. <coughs> My bad. What was it called? Stellaris. <laughs> but like it's Brendan, he's cool. like a civ genius. He knows how to, you know, if he wants to win via more money than you, he'll win more money than you. If he wants to win by having a bigger religion than you, he'll have a bigger religion than you. But um, I asked him, like, give me an example of how in civ right now America would be set up. And he said, well, Tyler, it's really depressing because right now the most important resource in any game of civ is your gold per turn. Right, and you have your other resources, but gold per turn is how you do your management. If you want to build a construction factory, you got to have the money to manage and maintain it. <coughs> right now, we are hemorrhaging money. We are in the red. We are losing, you know, negative gold per turn. We are we are just losing, hemorrhaging money into our giant military that for years served us very very well in this game of Civ. It served us like no other. But right now. We are hemorrhaging money into a beast that we cannot afford to feed, and that kind of, no offense to, like, I mean, I have family who has served, but yeah. it's like... No, me too. Fuck who, them. Who a lot of them do nothing, because, like, we have so many military bases around the world that the six conflicts that we might be in at any one given point of time... Because I, I thought about throwing America a bone. I was like, nah, Brendan, we had, like, ten years of peace at one point, didn't we? No, he looked it up, like, ever since our existence as a country, we've existed for, like, 300-something years. Yeah. We've only had, like, 10 years of peace across the entire existence of our country. <laughs> no, we're always existing. fighting like, We're oh, always... The Gulf, the Gulf War, the Korean War. It's like starting from the revolution, <laughs> it never ends. He went to Wikipedia and typed in Amer uh, American engagements since, like, the Revolutionary War, and it was like, well, we've broken them up into four categories, Four categories. There's on-land engagements, as in, like, on our own soil. There's foreign engagements. There's territorial oh, yeah. disputes. we had to fight pirates. Like, there's so many different types of engagements. They're like, which one do you want to talk about? They don't count John Lafitte, do they? Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. All they that shit. It's just like, no, America has always been in combat since we've existed. And in the early days, that was good. In the early days of Civ, when everybody was taking land... And then all of a sudden, the what is it in Civ? Uh, you don't uh, buy bad. In Civ, you get to a per certain point where all the nations have met one another, and then a big global uh, UN thing gets built, and everybody's got to vote on policies. Oh. And, and, and in the beginning, when we first met everybody, all of our wartime power gave us so much bonuses to those to those big uh, group events where we would vote for stuff. Yeah. But now that we've hemorrhaged money to everybody, and other countries have found better ways of doing things, like China is. 
China literally is the example of Brendan's play strategy. In Civ, they're turning their fat into muscle is what he calls it. It's a build where you take up a bunch of land and basically the majority of your society is rural. And you have some big cities and stuff, but like, you know, 80, 70% of your population exists in a more rural area. China is now turning those rural areas into more civilized, you could say, areas. Like, they just dropped a huge-ass mandate that all the way to the bumfuck mountains of nowhere, where some rural village exists, they are building paved roads, they're running electricity, they're running new water infrastructure, they're bringing jobs to the, to the area, they're turning all their fat into muscle right now, and economically they're booming, which is what you want to be in a game of Civ. You want to be booming yeah. economically. And right now we are hemorrhaging as a country. We are hemorrhaging economically. But do you not think that... Uh... No, I do not think. No, but do, do you not think think that um, like since since uh, humanity's existed, they've been in conflict? Like that's just like oh, a, that, well, that's yeah, a natural no. part of like humanity itself, and not necessarily a, uh, a you know. Like I think a, it's a, a matter of philosophy because think country. about it this way: at one point, China was the most dominant society on the planet. They were at ri- several points. Well, at several points, but like they were they were writing. They had numerology, calligraphy. They had writing in society. They had fucking buildings and paved roads, while other societies were still beating each other to death with they rocks. They invented banking. You, you think it's because they invented banking? You think it's because they were like in the mountains? Take all of this was forged through years and years of war. Now take their first interaction with the Japanese. Like I said, it's a matter of philosophy, in my opinion, because. Take China's first ever meeting in history with the Japanese. Do you know what China called their bordering neighboring countries at that time period? China? No, no, no. Like, oh. no, no. Like, did they call it what? The, what they called their neighboring countries? Because I mean, they're pretty bad. They'd huh? say like, "Those are the hill barbarians," okay, and those are the desert savages, and those are the plains savages, and those are the coastal barbarians. And then they met Japan. Who also had writing. Who also had developed civilization. Steel weaponry. Just like them. Iron weaponry at the time. And they were like, you guys are so cool. You guys are so fucking cool. You guys are like a small China. You're so fucking cool. You're like a little brother. You're like a little brother to us. And Japan looked across that tiny ass canal and was like, what the fuck did you just call us? We called you cool, like awesome. You're like our little brother, and they're like, we are gonna sail over that stretch of water and right kill Korea and kill as many of you as we can. <laughs> right through Korea was his idea, was his plan. Yeah, it was their plan. And so, like, it's a matter of philosophy when people meet one another. You know, when the Muslims first met the Vikings, you know what they thought about them? Oh, these are cool guys. Highly useful. These are really cool guys. Like, we can pay them money to fight the Christians. And they were totally willing to. Look how awesome these guys are. The Christians didn't have that same mindset like, yes, we'll hire Vikings to fight the Muslims. No, they would see Nordic people and be like, pagan savages. They should all be crucified and wiped from the edges Why of the earth. But I mean, China, I mean, China has... <laughs> oh, God, yeah, oh, God, why is he running towards me? I mean, China, China does, I mean, they do similar things. Aren't, no, aren't well, they having problems right now with... Um, they invented Who sunglasses. Ta- Taiwan, the like the whole Taiwan thing. Well, wait, like Taiwan. Taiwan's whole thing is 
like super it like you can try to make it simple but it's super complicated. No, it's really is, simple, okay? So China owns that area of land or they claim they do. That area is China. Isn't that what Russia's saying though about about uh you about what what no, are the, let me break are they it down. bombing right now? That's the same argument. Isn't the same argument? No, let me break it down from a historical perspective, okay? So the last Republic of China that was nominally a federate a federate system of government, you know, like us. Uh, they had fallen to communism through a big revolt. And one of the generals, Chiang Kai-shek, retreated with his army to Taiwan, where he claimed he was the head of the proper People's Republic of China. His republic. Okay. Okay. And communist China has just never bothered to invade and just say, well, we own it. And, like, if they want it, I... It feels like they might have to take it, is what the Taiwanese people are saying. But I can't speak but isn't that, not Taiwanese. It, you know? Isn't that what's happening in um, well, Ukraine and Russia? Whole, isn't that what Russia's... thing, like, they used to be a part of the Soviet Union? A lot of them used to be part of they, the they Soviet Union. They all used to. Uh, yeah, the whole, that whole area was. So, like, isn't that, but isn't that the whole thing there is, like, Russia's just making a literal power grab? Well, they're saying that they We're, never... As he's saying, like... No, I, thought, I, I the thought they were saying they Russia, never properly exited or whatever. The people in Russia believe they are calling to correct a census that was made in those areas on whether or not they wanted to join Russia or stay in Ukraine. And supposedly, they had voted to join Russia. And Russia was like, okay, well, we'll take it. Is what I, that's, what I, that's what's been explained to me, at least. So, yeah... That's, a, that's that's kind of messed up. I mean, it's all messed no, up. No, yeah, it's a whole, the whole... No, look, <laughs> but as just... long as human beings have experienced anger, they have yeah, we've always taken had it tribal... out on someone else. Well, it's, yeah. We've always had this like weird tribal warfare. Well, hey, oh, exists actually, Brennan, asleep over there on the floor, is a huge fan of anthropology. Big sleep. Big sleep. And, uh, bing chilling. Bing chilling, you know. So, uh... <laughs> So, um, <laughs> and anthropology will tell you that it, most tribes actually weren't necessarily so like, oh, as soon as you see another one that looks like you but is not from the same tribe, you got to immediately right. kill it. No, there was a there was a push and pull there. There was like a first you got to walk up and like you know you're thinking in the mind of a primitive a more primitive being that like so first you got to walk up and like throw them some fish and be like, look, this is what we get a lot of. And then if they like give you some stuff too, and y'all trade off right there, y'all like it like in a in a sense of like a video game, you just got five points of friendship on the friendship meter. <laughs> if anybody kills anybody though, now the friendship meter gets immediately reset, and negative points even get put on it. But if you keep doing that shit, eventually tribes would integrate. They'd be like, dude, we've been hanging out with these guys so long, we might as well all just live together. Because they get deer real good, we get fish real good, everybody likes farming all of a sudden. Farming's this new thing that everybody thinks is fucking cool, so we'll just integrate together. The problem comes, like I said, when philosophies, when philosophies differ. When you throw some fish to people, 
And they come up and stab you. And they come up and stab one of your friends. Now the friendship meter gets immediately flipped over. There is no friendship meter. Now it's an enemy meter. How high can they feel the enemy meter on you? They just killed a friend. That's pretty high on the damn enemy meter. They can probably make it worse, but now we'll make it worse on them, and their enemy meter's going to go up. And that's how you get years and years of rivalry. And eventually, you get tired. There's a huge joke in for, that 40K uses from real life. And back in the day when England owned Scotland and Ireland at the same, you know, like like kingdom style, like... Active union. Active, you know what I mean? You, if, if a clan was getting too rowdy for an English lord, one of his best options was to literally go to... Well, it's literally, it's true. He could go to a different clan who he knew didn't like that clan... And he could be like, oh yeah, the McGregors, they say they're going to invade my land and then yours. And then these guys named the McMalleys are like, oh no, oh the fuck a McGregor, <laughs> the fuck a McGregor will do anything. And then they literally get their army and go and fight them. <laughs> because that last name and our last name fucking don't get along. <laughs> It's so childish, weird. yes, like, 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 yes, like, that's why some of my favorite, like, villains in the existence of fiction are the guys who point this out, you know, beings that are like, yeah, you humans are sad, <laughs> you humans are sad, like, we're getting better, you can't, you, you, no, you're not, you can't, <laughs> do, you can't do anything right, <laughs> we're trying, you still get, you still don't get along because your skin is different than some aliens all like, yeah, I hang out with Clothar all the time and he's of a completely different species than me. He's an insectoid and I'm a mammalian, <laughs> but we're friends. You guys are messed up. You don't like him just because his skin's a different color. What the hell is wrong with you? And then the aliens never let us join the giant federation and we were left alone to die amongst the stars. <clears throat> Nobody caring about us. That's just, just crazy. That's just crazy. <laughs> no, you see, that's what I'm saying. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be open-minded. If not, you're just you're gonna doom humanity to die alone amongst um, the stars. If we meet wasp people, we gotta be nice to them. What um, isn't that weird? Slavery. <laughs> slavery. Slavery is. <laughs> isn't that weird that that happened? Oh no, it's like it. It makes sense in the well, sense of, like Giles said, when people get angry, they take it out on other people, not yeah. themselves. So whenever your society is big and it's, the whole society suddenly gets angry, you can take it out on your neighbors and then subjugate them so you don't have to be mad at yourselves. What, uh, or in the case of the Spartans, so you could just live in constant terror of your own people. <laughs> so you could just live in constant terror and they could live in a constant workout gay porn paradise? What's the... Uh, uh, I, I, I wish I, I... I should remember this because I did a whole uh, an episode on it way back, a few years back. <laughs> but what's the uh, country? It's like on the... It's like on the, on the sea, it's on the ocean, but it's like right there next to Rome. It's like to the left, to the left of Rome. Sicily? No, it's like it's like wait. The Isle of Man. No, it's like a whole country left Rome. I think it starts with a P or um... Persia. No, fuck, shit. That's to the right, by the way. No, the the left. So we go up. All right, if you look at a map, Poland. No, that's to the right. Fuck. Like, um, Fudge. 
No. Um, I don't know. Anyways. It's like Naples. Um, I was trying to remember the stupid, the stupid country. Sicily. I don't oh, know why. I, can't, I don't know why I can't remember. You ever heard of Liechtenstein? Liechtenstein. It's like one of the smallest countries in the world. Oh, really? I think it's got like a population of like 13,000 oh, people or some shit like that. It's ridiculously small. Holy shit. I think they got like a king or some shit. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> They're old and it's old as hell, too. Brennan, Brennan, me and Brennan were looking at like what, like a long time ago, we were looking at like what are the truly smallest because we were making fun yeah. of Rhode Island because, you know. <laughs> yeah, Rhode, Rhode Island. Island's like, it's like what? It's like the size of Houston? It took us forever to get um, a listeners from Rhode Island. Uh, probably because <laughs> we diss on how small it is all the time. We're like, oh, look at your little baby state with its tiny little baby state legs. It can't even walk. You know who hasn't, you know, you know what state hasn't downloaded us in a while? Montana. Oh, man, Montana. We miss those guys. <laughs> Hannah. That's why we yeah, we, missed I mean, those we did a whole thing. We did a whole thing like a year ago of us like prank calling Montana cities. Why? To try to get them to listen. It's illegal. <laughs> what? Prank calling. How's it illegal? It's harassment. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Even what's the business? Yeah. You can harass businesses. Oh, really? Yeah. They ha- no. They get rights, motherfucker. Businesses gets rights. Why? <laughs> How about well, look? If you own a pizza place, you open yourself up. To being called and being told things like, yeah, I need a large number, leaving uh, large pepperoni. All right, what's the name on the delivery list? Oh, feel your butt. And then people are just like, come on. <laughs> no, look, I've, I've worked in the pizza industry for like almost two years. And you deserve everything you get because for, every bad, for everything bad that happened to you in the pizza industry, a lot of fun also happened to you. I can tell. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, dude. No, you do not understand how many drugs there are. In the pizza industry. In the pizza industry. The pizza industry thrives on drugs. Oh, no, no, there was a guy, his name, I, oh, I don't know if I can just say his no, name. No, don't say his name. Just say there was a guy. There was a guy, okay. He was he has a he had a failing marriage at the time. He has since been divorced. But he used to just hand me pills every day. Which one New was that? Pills. At? Uh, when I worked at Pizza Hut. Oh. He gave me gabapentin. He gave me a whole bunch of weird nerve medicine. Dude, I remember whenever I, I worked at Walmart and we had Craig? No, Joseph. Oh. I remember a long time ago. Shit. <laughs> long time ago I worked at Walmart and we had to do a double a double sh- like yeah, like like a, like a basically a double shift and um yeah no everyone at Walmart on coke or something yeah that, that's when I discovered coke was just amazing oh my god it is uh, it's quite literally there's no reason it should be illegal when people complain about no, their fucking no you don't understand it's more legal than marijuana or at least it has been but uh, what I mean is is like when people complain that like their no their, their employees don't have motivation or whatever and you're like right so the next time you vote vote for cocaine to be legalized and like put into dispensaries because you'll never have an unmotivated worker again if he's willing to do it he'll just be like you know what you know what all these copies all these papers are getting copied all of them they're gonna get copies so many copies what's gonna happen to the crackheads though they're gonna die well the crackheads i mean i mean what is okay think about this think about this think about this i would die (laughs) i mean i don't you know you gotta learn to regulate I will not <laughs> regulate the crackheads. Well, no, you know, you know what your regulation would be? The same as the people who have to regulate their smoking when they go to the weed dispensaries. You know what your regulation's going to be, Giles? Your motherfucking wallet. 
Because you know that it's going to be... Stun silence. You know that it's going to be fucking cheaper. <laughs> Is this going to be more, my bad? Because it's going to be dispensary coke like dispensary weed. It's going to be more expensive than street weed. And coke's already expensive. <laughs> so, like, your wallet will hold you back and you have no, to regulate look, it between paychecks. On God, it's cheaper if your dealer wants to bang you. Well, that's with any drug, though. If yeah. your dealer wants to bang you, you can possibly get it for free. But yeah. not with a dispensary. They're going to look you dead in the eye and be like, yeah, that tiny little bit, that's going to be 160 bucks, bro. And you're going to be like, man, an eight ball used to be 80. And they're going to be like, yeah, well, this is dispensary stuff. So it's it's better than the stuff you ever got. It's cut with the proper materials. And you're going to be like, oh, it's fancy. And they're going to be like, yeah, now here's your bit and leave. That's why, what is it? What, oh, what's the state? Not Ohio. I know. Oregon. Oregon. That's why Oregon's got it right. No, look, it's not legal. It's just decriminalized. So if you get caught with it... You, you get to keep to, it? No, you go to therapy, and it gets confiscated. This is stupid. But they do have... um. Isn't isn't Oregon where they have like? The, I never knew that my depression no, could like a, be erased. You go to a place. You've now never done meth then. For sixteen, I have no. But have, see, they have like needle assistance or something. No, but what I mean is, is I never knew huh? that it could all be erased for like twenty hours until I took what LSD and did needles? coke. That's in Oregon. There's a guy I was listening to. He said that they were opening up these uh, these needle assistant programs for people that don't know how to use needles that are like addicted to. Shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, I heard about that too. They're and like, so, they're like, look, so you're not just jabbing your arm like a yeah. savage. <laughs> so, so you come and you just you get because that's drugs. how people's arms get infected and they have to get amputated. And so you get your drugs from this building, like this place. They're like, and look, I don't you think they do? give you the drugs. I think they might just give you the needles. They're like, look, you just line it up right there. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not 100. I'm just saying. If, I, I've obviously never done it. If we're gonna <laughs> fall into chaos, we might as well fall into it with some grace and some dignity, like adults, like an adult country. Like a drugged out adult tweaking on the couch. Hell nah. That's not what I'm gonna be doing. So like LSD, passed out drunk. Coke and marijuana should all be sold at the same dispensaries for the same absorbent prices that they are sold at because everything in this country is taxed. Even the money that I'm spending on the taxed weed that I'm buying, okay. So maybe I deserve to be happy. You know what I mean, assholes? Like maybe we all deserve to be happy, and everybody can just shut the fuck up about it. You know? Uh, well, Tyler. <laughs> That's that's just your opinion. It's a great opinion, and that's all we got here are opinions and beer. We are opinions and beer.